You know what time it is, right? Oh, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Nerds of Unusual Origins. I am your host, Frank. And I am Steve. Wow, my voice cracked. Wow, cracky Steve over there. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. No, no. Well, you know, uh, aside from uh, Steve's uh, cracky voice, Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where we'll take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. We will discuss music, movies, and more, as well as talk about some of the stuff we love and obsess over yes all right so uh this is gonna well, be an hold awkward... on hold on hold on what what i'll say it in the interest okay. of full disclosure oh, frank God. fucked up i re- well yeah and, and you know what the saddest part is is i don't e- exactly know how i did it we recorded 35 minutes to 40 minutes of the first of the episode on saturday yes may 9th yes and uh, I think we took a two-second break to put a marker in the little thing, and somehow the entire thing, with Our the exception of the first session. four measures, were gone. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. I I was using Studio One, which I'm kind of new to. I'm kind of new to recording at home anyway, but yeah. I don't know what happened. I just I, I clicked my mouse and then all of our audio tracks just vanished into the ether and we could not recover them. We we spent about twenty minutes trying to figure out what happened. And yep. So here we go. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Do me a favor. Give me a little bit more gain. I can't. I barely give see you your... a little bit more gain. Uh, yeah. Okay. Is that better? Because that's as... much much better. All right, sweet. Sorry about that. No, it's all good. I could barely see waveforms. That's why. That is as gained as it's getting. Sweet. Oh, are you at a hundred percent? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Ah, uh, so uh, take it away, Frank. All right. Well, you know, so typically we uh, we start off every episode with a little ritual called "What are we drinking?" And um, in the interest of full disclosure, while Steve cracks open what he's drinking, I got to go get something to drink too. So, Steve, take it away. Hang on a second. Oh, boy. Take it away. Uh, um, I'm actually not drinking anything. Uh, I will go grab a water, probably. But uh, when we recorded the other day, I had brought a homebrewed beer that one of my buddies had given me. It was a Hefeweizen with, made with strawberries, and it was quite tasty. I thoroughly enjoyed everything about that beer. Mark, if you listen... Uh, good job, buddy. Frank's okay. Back. How'd that dead air go? <laughs> Wasn't any dead air. Really? Yep. Good for you. So, um, because I completely missed it. What are you drinking? <laughs> Nothing. But I'm going to grab a water. <laughs> oh, you dick! You turned it around on me. <laughs> All right. I don't need it now. We're we're good though. Well, I'm slightly out of breath, but because uh, I just had to charge upstairs and run into the kitchen. Um. And I just grabbed whatever the heck my hand touched first, which unfortunately, of course, uh, hashtag car positive, <laughs> is the, uh, the Bud Light Seltzer, again, Winter Pack, the Ginger Snap, which I don't think I've ever had before. So, First time for everything. Give it a... Yeah. Yeah, take it a little... Uh, there we go. Ooh, I just got some spatter all over my phone. That's Ooh. what she said. Oh, no. Hey, that tastes like hot garbage. Nice. Well, you're stuck with it, so <laughs> I'm stuck with it. That's that's what I get for being completely unprepared. Uh. Oh my god. Okay, so yes, take two. We're back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we had all these points that we had uh, we we had talked about, and we're oh, gonna man. try and hit as many as we did. We were we, we had a good stride going and then it just yeah it failed miserably it was strong it was definitely strong and uh we're just gonna have to recover we can we can get through this uh so. speaking of strong let's yes. talk about the force being strong with people yes that's right so uh what what today's may the 10th last week uh may the 4th happened 
And um, so in honor of that, Steve and I decided to rewatch Rogue One. That was the movie we settled on rewatching. So um, so it was easily my 10th or 11th time seeing that movie. But Steve, you haven't seen it since uh, it came out in the theaters, huh? No, I, I really didn't. I I'm bad at trying to watch like sequels prequels or side stories on like main stories so it's it's generally a thing that i i don't know why but just avoid I, I, oh really yeah i i don't know what it is maybe it takes me too far away from what what's going on but it's really just that i mean this movie is like it it should like if you looked up the definition of fan service it you know, this movie would probably be there, you know, there, so, you know, it wasn't exactly a, a necessary story to happen. I, I mean, yeah. What I said the other day was it, it really didn't need to be a two hour movie. It could have been a half hour short. I suppose. Um, I mean, yeah. If you want to just boil the, you know, the plot down to, to its absolute core. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, the rebels, realize that there's some gigantic weapon they need to get the plans for the weapon so they can figure out a way to destroy it right yeah but the, the, just the the whole story you know having um uh what's her name Jin Erso Jin Erso having Jin Erso ha- need, uh, having Jin Erso have like a revenge mission because the empire killed her family it just I, I don't know it was Meh. Okay. I will say Steve is taking a slightly more subdued approach on this retake. <laughs> um, but I yeah, apologize. No, no, it's okay. I, I mean, I love this movie. This is, this is, uh, this is my like second favorite star Wars movie. So I, I have very little to complain about on this one at don't all. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's great. Uh, I love the visuals, you know, the, it, like it, it has, it hits all the best points of star Wars for me, you know, um, you know, awesome, you know, air battles, you know, there's some good ground action on there, you know, going to, um, there's a, you know, tugging at the heartstrings storyline. Um, you know, you've got, uh, the empire, you know, in my opinion, at their, at their most evil and, uh, and it shows, you know? Yeah, I get it. I mean, I, I just, there, there were things, like I said, last week's episode, I, I did not understand the ending of having them holding hands. Like it, there was no sexual tension throughout the movie. There wasn't anything going on, but they, they were just like, Oh, well, we're going to die. We might as well love each other. Yeah, I could see where you would jump to that conclusion. I um I looked at it more as like you're you're looking for somebody to you know to to get some comfort because your end is coming. You're watching it coming towards you. You know you're going to die. These are the last moments of your life, you know, like Steve, if that was us, I'd hold your hand. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'd reciprocate, but we've also been friends for 8 years. <laughs> sure, but it's one of those it's one of those things like i just looked at it as two two friends who had been through a lot in a very short amount of time so like finding a friend at the end of the world yeah okay yeah. <clears throat> if you want to make a song lyric out of it that would be it you know so yeah I think you're it was right. a movie something was it? similar uh, steve carell was in a movie about a friend at the end of the world oh okay i didn't see that um but yeah, yeah, you're right. There wasn't any like sexual or romantic tension necessarily between um, Jin and Cassian, but you know, th- I was okay with that. That's not what I. Uh, that's not what I thought the the movie was about, and I'm glad they didn't go in that direction because I think it would have taken away from the plot. You know. Yeah, I no, I, I agree with you on that. Um, I. I yeah, it just it I guess I've already said it, but it just doesn't it, it didn't push 
too much forward other than Jin Erso's father knew that the Empire might screw him over, so he put a dead man switch in it in his uh schematics. Yeah. So it tied up it tied up that loose end of of um of a new hope with you know how did they get the plans? Yeah, and why was it so easy that you could just like toss a grenade down an air conditioning duct essentially and blow up an entire planet sized space station? You know, um so they I'm I'm glad that they you know basically showed that the reason for that was a there was a human element behind it, you know, and and that um maybe not everyone that was a part of the empire necessarily felt sympathetic to the empire you know yeah now i mean they've talked about stuff like that when it came to like you know you're working for the empire but do you really follow what they believe are you just there for a paycheck because like uh i believe they talked about it in either clerks or mall rats but it it was kind of it's kind of funny thinking about it 25 years later 30 years later close to 30 yeah Right. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I, I don't know about it. I, I, I just, I loved this movie. I thought it was great. I'm going to sneeze. I'm keeping that in. Okay. That's fine. I'm kidding. <laughs> just for everybody. Like it's, uh, up here in new England, it's pollen season right now. Like the trees have exploded and, uh, like everybody's cars are all covered in yellow filth and Satan spawn. So I'm suffering. <laughs> yeah his voice is a little different today yeah that's why you keep hearing me sniff and for anybody that is grossed out by that i truly do apologize next week probably different i hope so god <laughs> oh i can't do too much more of that i mean but so like i i guess i don't understand like donnie yen's character either like yep he, he why he's he doesn't use the force he believes in it. So if you, so you know how like the force takes on this kind of quasi religion, um, aspect, you know, uh, throughout all the stories, it, it, there's a lot of myth and a lot of, um, faith that kind of goes along with believing in the force. And so Donnie Yen or, um, Chirrut, I believe is his, his name in the, in the movie. Chirrut Imwi. Yeah. He, he believes in the force, you know, he doesn't one with the force. The force is with me. Yeah. He can't, he can't, you know, quote unquote, um, use the force in the same way that, that, uh, a Jedi could, you know, he can't, he can't force things to happen. He can't move things. Um, you know, or as Ray would say, he can't make stuff float. But he can feel the force. He can interact with the force in a more passive way, you know? So that's why being a completely blind person, he's able to sense what's happening around him. He picks up on Jin's energy and uh, the kyber crystal that she's wearing around her neck. You know, and then when the um, sequence where he's battling stormtroopers in that kind of in the town square that Um, whole scene was awesome oh god it's so sick i mean some awesome uh martial arts action happening there you know like he's he's feeling the force you know so the force is guiding him um through all that and and so that's that's more like the you know the religious aspect of it he was a guardian of the will of the you know he's one of the guardians of the wills who who are guardians of the 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 temples and um guardians of the kyber caves and everything yeah right so um you know he that that's that's how he was able to kind of get away with what he was able to get away with okay i i guess it never dawned on me that like he wasn't a force user but he's a fourths like um sensitive person yes 
you, like I, I also forget that like everybody has a the force is like an aura and whether or not you have it you can feel what everything like right so yeah, I, it's, it, it's just like that the definition of the force you know it's 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 the energy between all you know all things so living in he, he's more in tune with it than you know your average person yes you know uh i also want to you know give it up to uh alan tudyk for playing k2so seriously yes <laughs> i mean diego luna did a great job too but uh, yep. alan tudyk definitely stole the show yeah i mean k2so what what a what a great character the the antithesis of um c3po yeah you know they couldn't be more opposite a snarky yeah. bastard <laughs> Yeah, he's such an <laughs> asshole, you know, and and it's so great, you know, he it's it's delivered with such dryness and and uh, you know, just complete straightforward delivery of all the lines and it's it's awesome. Um, you know, the 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 comedic value with him was was high, but in a much more intelligent way than like C3PO would be who C3PO's like slapsticky, you know, bumbling he bumbled his way through you know nine movies <laughs> so yeah <laughs> you know you you get the feeling that k2so would not bumble his way through anything you know i completely agree um i do like the fact that you know through all these movies or in a lot of the stuff including the next subject we're going to talk about they they're they're keeping like the live action and the animated thing like pretty solidly together yes like um uh well we'll talk about it in a second but yeah like with the bad batch like they saw guerrera say was around right after the start of the empire and the ending of the clone wars right yeah he was a he was a character throughout the clone wars um and, and and proved to be another another key key character in in Rogue One, you know he helped bring Jin up essentially when yeah. you know uh, her father was you know taken back into the Empire, and when her mother was murdered. Um, so yeah, super important character. Um, and but all right, so before we get off of. Um, Rogue One, Steve, what was your, what was, you know, your, regardless of your feelings on the movie as a whole, what was your favorite scene out of it? I would be, uh, wrong to say anything, but Darth Vader fucking shit up. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was sick. I mean, finally we got to see Darth Vader being the most evil badass, you know, in, in all of the movies, like. He yeah, exactly. He through those people. He it it put the sinisterness of Darth Vader to what you just kind of heard about in all the other movies because he was kind of just passive. He choked people, but he yeah, and everything else. But this, he, he was, was just like he was intimidating in all the other movies. But I mean, in this movie, he was like he was frightening. Yeah, you know. This was this was Darth Vader at the height of his of his uh strength. Yeah. So that was that was um one of my favorite uh scenes also. And speaking of things that I wasn't necessarily afraid of before, um the the Death Star in this movie in my opinion is way more terrifying than it was in any of the other movies. Why? Well, so like in the other movies, in in the in the classic movies like A New Hope, the Death Star, yep, it's this big round ball, and it that's no planet. They never really put it in scale with anything else, so you never really had a, a true sense of how big this thing was, you know, compared to a moon or compared to a planet. Sorry, that's no know. moon. <laughs> Right, you know, yeah, that's that's the only time you ever get any type of sense of scale was was um that line and to see it you know actually 
next to a planet and and see how absolutely massive the thing is like you know it's up in space it's above a planet's atmosphere and you can see it like it is the moon you know that to me if i looked up in the sky and i saw something like that that was the same size as our moon i'd ship myself <laughs> you know yeah um, <laughs> and and like you know the fact that it doesn't necessarily just have to like make planets explode it can you know take out entire areas of the surface of a planet you know, some of those scenes, like when it blew up Jeddah and you're watching the, the destruction kind of rise up through the atmosphere of the planet towards the death star, you know, it's like, man, that, it, that thing was, it was freaky. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, I love this movie. So, you know, we're doing the movie rating thing. So Steve, what, what would you rate the movie? 3.75 it's a, it's a solid movie i just can't like i said i can't get into the side stories like if for what it's worth i'm the same way with video games i i don't do side missions in video games ah okay that's interesting because i'm uh i'm kind of the opposite i have a hard time sometimes following the plot of a video game because i get so distracted by the side quests yeah, I, I'm the type of person that's like, all right, I know I can do this, but like, I probably should. I, I No, not probably. Sorry. I, I, I know I should do this to, you know, level my character up or, or what have you, but I yeah. end up just wanting to get the story over with so I can just screw around if it's possible in the game. Yeah, and I think that's probably my downfall, but. Right. So. Um, if I was going to rate this movie, I, for me, it's a 4.9. I love, I, I love this movie, you know, out of five stars. Um, it's, it's great. You know, the, it, like I said, it's my second favorite star Wars movie. So I don't know. I love it. I think, uh, I think people should go watch it regardless. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, I, that, all that being said, like I, I could not watch Solo either, but I think it was half of it was it well, just wasn't that good of a movie, and all the shit that went went down with it, like they yeah. fired fired the directors, brought Ron Howard in. Ron Howard did reshoots, and it just I, I feel like it would have it probably made that movie worse because you know Han Solo is kind of the comedic relief without being the comedic relief. Yeah, I agree. And they tried to take that away. Yeah, it was a bit of a mess of a movie, but I still liked it. Um, so, I mean, with Solo, yeah, it was a little bit messy. You could you could see, you know, that it wasn't as smooth of a production. Um, you know, that translated to the screen a bit. Um, but when I first saw that movie, I was kind of like, you know, yeah, whatever. But I've watched it a few times um, since since it came out on, on, on Blu-ray or whatever. And I actually kind of like it now. And I especially like, um, Donald Glover's take on, uh, Lando. Oh, absolutely. Donald Glover did the best job. He, he captured the essence of Billy D Williams as, uh, uh, wow. As Lando Calrissian perfectly. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I don't know. Um, whatever <laughs> that, we we went off topic so uh let's 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 jump yes. back on topic yeah uh, <laughs> um, let's do that we uh the bad batch came out the first two episodes did you get a chance to watch that yes so i um i watched it right before we podcasted on or before our first attempt at podcasting on saturday um and uh yeah i liked it i thought it was pretty decent i like what they did with it i like that kind of uh, kind of what i'm saying like something could have been short like everything that took place in that first episode could have been a short like it was like like it takes place as order 66 is taking place like the immediate end of the clone war right and like so it's that's what i really thought was cool yeah. Yeah, so you're you're seeing Order 66 from a different point of view. Exactly. Which is neat, you know. Yeah. 
And it kind it kind of starts to explain a little bit as to like why the clones just you know went ahead and obeyed that order, you know, because there was some backdoor essentially there was some backdoor programming going on, you know, um, which I never like I honestly wouldn't have thought that until they talked about it. Like I just thought that they he kind of like they were I guess programmed. Never mind. I digress. <laughs> um, but so so a little bit about the the show. Uh, it's it's put on by Dave Filoni, um, who also uh, spearheaded the Clone Wars um, series, animated series, and it was um, you know it was it's totally in the same style. They did not deviate from that formula whatsoever, you know. No, not at all. They did. It does look different. I mean, it, it's definitely more polished. Yeah, the animation style. Yeah, exactly. Well, similar. You can see that there were the budget was bigger. You know, the 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 animation was much smoother. It was it, it was you know optimized for modern TV. You know, being full HDR and 4K and the rest. So I thought it looked great. Yeah, um, I mean, I still have my extreme disdain for that type of uh um animation but the story made it worthy of paying attention which i yes. normally wouldn't i'd listen to the audio and and look at my phone most of the time but i watched the whole thing yeah it um it i i i really enjoyed it i thought i like the i like the variety in the characters you know in um what was it? Uh, Clone Troop ninety nine or whatever their designation was. Yeah, uh, uh, Clone Troopers and yeah, something ninety nine. No, the ninety nine was in the word. Yeah, so you know they have a good variety of characters uh, there, um, and uh, it's you know I'm interested to see what happens with the character Crosshair. You know, yeah, me too. It was kind of kind of cool what they were doing, and then they kind of you wonder if he's gonna like find a way to are they're going to find a way to break him out of that uh uh spell not spell the programming that they did not put in the rest of them right yeah um, so a couple of things i wanted to you know point out uh the first episode a, a large part of it takes place on camino camino yeah uh yes grogu you you know from the beginning of the Mandalorian that Grogu came from Kamino or was on Kamino. Is that is there going to be a tie-in? Is that there could be the timelines kind of line up, you know, because um, the Mandalorian takes place in between episodes six and seven, essentially, and yep, you know that's kind of sort of roughly fifty years after the events of um the prequels um and they say in in the mandalorian that you know rogu slash baby yoda slash the child whatever you want to call him uh you know he's about 50 years old so still a baby for his species but um you know yeah he could very well turn up in the bad batch if there are any more scenes on camino you know yes i agree uh yeah, I fully agree. Sorry. Um, the weirdest part was like watching the whole thing. You see uh, Tarkin and he looks exactly like the actor who played him looked. Yeah, they did a really good job adapting uh, his character into this animation style. And they did the same thing with Django Fett. Yep. But, yeah. But like they show... Darth Sidious or Emperor Palpatine. Yep. And he looks nothing like he did in the movies. Yeah, I mean there was there was a bit of a resemblance. Um you know, and they they did the whole thing where they kept like the top of his face in shadow. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I I agree he probably could have looked better, but you know, he was only there in like just like passing, like a cutscene kind of thing. You know, almost like 
Yeah, I'm willing to bet that he doesn't have a huge part in the the series as a whole. Right. Yeah, it'll he'll be a a passive like background character. I think we're going to see more of um of uh Tarkin for sure. Admiral Tarkin in this in in this series. He's not even a moff yet. I so. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't even know what a moff is. <laughs> so, you've got your um captains who are in charge of individual ships admirals in charge of multiple ships and divisions and then a moth is kind of like when you rise above the direct military involvement um of the empire so you're 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 more you take on more of a uh, administrative role you know and then uh, a grand moth is someone who would be basically you're like you're like the number two okay you know in in rank and you know and how things fall in the empire so like a grand moth would report directly to the emperor okay that that's cool that for explaining that because it's always been a thing that i never understood yep yeah so that's you know like in uh in a new hope when in the scene where um tarkin and all the other empire higher-ups are sitting around that table and Vader comes in and chokes one of the skeptics. Um, that they're all basically moths and a couple of admirals thrown in there, you know, and then Tarkin is in charge of all of them. So he's the, he's the grand moth. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I also kind of found it funny that they, uh, they added that little, uh, that little quote from, um, shit. What movie was it? You're more machine now than man. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was in A New Hope. That's what I thought, but I, I wasn't entirely sure. Or was it? An, was it A New Hope? Or was it? It might have been Empire. I think it might have been Empire Strikes Back when Obi Wan is talking to Luke on Dagobah. Okay. Make yeah. Either way, I thought it was funny. You hear you hear uh, the leader of the Bad Batch say it to the like android dude I, I can't remember any of their names and i feel bad so yep yeah um the other thing that was kind of funny is i i had oh, always it was return of the jedi sorry i was way wrong i had to i had to look it up oh oh either way okay. answer it, it 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 was just kind of a little fan service for everybody yeah a little bit um the funny thing was is i had always wondered if humans existed in this whole thing and they kind of, they answered that question. Yeah. Humans do exist. Yeah, they do. I I mean, are they from earth? Well, it's kind of hard to say because technically all the stories do, um, take place in a galaxy, uh, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So are they from our earth? Eh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. See, that's that's where where it irks me. Is like if they're from our Earth and they're not human. Humans, you know, generally, but generally, to our knowledge, humans are only referred to as people from Earth. Yep. So I, it would be weird for them to, you know, say human, but they're from, uh, I don't know, um, Alderaan. Yeah, I mean they they are they are humans, you know. So I would look at it like it's just it's a species, you know. So humans as a species, yes, they exist in Star Wars. Humans as Earthlings, I guess that's up for debate or for up for question. All right, let me rephrase it. Okay, it, not, because you said species, and it kind of made a little more sense in my head. Did the do the humans as a species? Maybe yes, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But did they originate from Earth? There's, there's nothing. You know, there's nothing in Star Wars that specifically says humans are from Earth. You know, I suppose. Yeah, so it it's kind of a tricky one. You know, it. 
I don't know. I don't know. I if like let's say I don't know 150 years from now when we've colonized Mars and someone on Mars is born, right? Mm-hmm. Are, they're human, but they're not an they're not from Earth. Yes, but I I would still refer to that person as Martian born. They'd be like a Martian born human, but they'd still be a Martian. Sure. But they're humans, but they're not Earthlings, right? So I guess that's how I would uh that's that's how I would think of humans in the Star Wars universe. All right. You know, they're uh, humans, but there's no telling where they originated from. Okay. I, I'm looking too much into a, a I think non issue. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh so I <laughs> the next point that I want to get across is probably the most ridiculous one. Okay, but not I, not our humans in Star Wars. It, I think you'll agree that it's just as ridiculous. <laughs> okay, sure. When they showed Saw Gerrera, he did not have Forrest Whitaker eye. Forrest Whitaker eye? Forrest Whitaker's always had that his his eyes been all wonky. Oh yeah, yeah, he does have like a a, a funny eye, yeah. But in this he obviously has the, you know, Forrest Whitaker eye. Sure. Uh when did it go? What did it go from non-Forest Whitaker to Forest Whitaker? <laughs> Was it a result of like an attack? I, I don't know, man. Don't no. All right, we don't even need to answer that question. I just it bothers let's me. Just, let's just move on to something else. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm a bit ridiculous. Well, it's kind of like um, you know, remember Robin Big? From MTV? Yes. And like how Big Black had the one kind of like squinty eyeball. Yep. Yeah. It's cut kind of, is that what you mean by like the Forrest Whitaker eye? No, Forrest Whitaker. Hold on, I'm gonna send you the Oh Jesus. How about I just Google Forrest Whitaker? Uh actually, yes, kinda down. Um, Forrest Whitaker I. images. It's funny because you look at it and Yeah, he's got a he's got a little bit of a lazy eye. I don't even like say a little bit of a droopy eyelid. You know? Yes, that's what it is. Either way, I just I thought it was funny. There's a great meme though. Ever read something so stupid it gave you Forrest Whitaker eye? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a oh, picture God. of da- Daniel Cormier with Forrest Whitaker eye. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I see that one. Oh look, oh. Lando Lando Calrissian with Forrest Whitaker eye. <laughs> All right, we need to move on from Forrest Whitaker's eyes. <laughs> You want to go to Steve Buscemi's? Oh, Jesus, no. I don't want to go to Steve Buscemi's anything. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I have one last question. Okay, sure. Fire may, away. Me, you probably know the answer. I don't. Maybe. The clones. Yes. Uh, I know at some point they replace the clones with just, uh, don't they steal babies? Yeah, well, okay, so that's the First Order, um, which is like, you know, the Empire Reborn, basically. Yeah, they they just basically, from birth, you know, more or less, they would just go, they'd take children. Do they you take know. them or do they farm them? Uh, it, no, it, it was, it was capture. It, it, I don't, I don't think they farmed them. I don't think that was ever explicitly said in, um, at least episode seven, but. You know, if you if you take Finn's character, he was taken as a child. He never even knew his real name. You know, the idea behind that was is that you know the younger you can get them, the more loyal and easily influenced they are. Okay. All right. So, I mean, so the stormtroopers that you see in the legacy films in four, five, and six, you know, they're they're recruits. They're you know people that signed up to be a part of the Empire. They're they're what Han Solo was. You know, yeah. So, okay. so uh, this 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 is the question I had. It was just kind of I I knew that the stormtroopers had one uh, between the Clone Wars and at least the legacy films. They they weren't clones. Yes. Was the aging process that they used to make them that age like did did they stop it at some point or did they age like that really quickly? No, their aged, whole life they aged fairly quickly um you know the, I, I don't know the exact percentage it, it, it wasn't like some rapid percentage that you know it was like oh in 
you know, the course of a year, you're, you'll end up with a 20 year old. I don't think it was quite that dramatic, but yeah, the clones, I mean, they were always thought of as like a, a commodity, you know, just a disposable, you know, uh, source of, of, um, manpower. So yeah, the clones w- were always going to just be a temporary, you know, means to an end. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the clones eventually just aged out, you know, they couldn't keep that going forever. Yeah. I, I guess I wrote down in my notes that, uh, I was like, what happens when the clones get too old? Do they retire? Do they kill them? Do they? Yeah. Maybe they might just kill them or turn them off. You know, I'm sure that, you know, turn them off. I don't, were they machine? No, but they they were programmed. Remember, you know, Order sixty six. Oh, okay. Right? Yes, yes. I maybe get it. there was like a you know, an off switch for lack of a better term. So, so I'm, I don't know. I'm looking on Reddit right here, and it says in Legends, the first Jango Fett clones grew twice as fast as normal humans. By the end of the Clone Wars, there were viable ways to quickly grow a clone, clone, clone. Yeah, clone, and have them ready for combat as an adult in as short as a year. Jesus. Though not all of them were as effective as the Camino growing clone. By the Thrawn trilogy, which takes place nine or ten years after A New Hope, Thrawn fe- quickly found a way to grow a surplus of combat ready clones in about 20 days. Holy shnikes. Jeez. We're going to talk about that at some point. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. All right. I, did you to watch fair, the second? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was, no, I did not watch the, se- the second episode yet. You don't need to. Okay, I'm going to. But I mean, you you can. It just I, you don't need to. It did well, I not. Liked, I, I liked the first one enough to uh, to be a bit more invested in it. It's completely departed from the first one. Yeah, but whatever. Um, okay. What were you gonna say? Um, the so like just re- like so the Empire did some screwed up stuff. You know they. The, the the things that like you don't see on the screen or whatever, like the the death troopers, okay? The death troopers were the black stormtroopers from yep. Rogue One and whatnot. They're a science experiment. Yeah. You know, I know that they come off in the in the movies and the films as like just like an elite force of stormtroopers. They were a science experiment. That was that was the the empire, you know, screwing with like reanimating corpses and stuff, and essentially creating like a zombie army. Really, you know, yeah, they were much more sanitized for the for the movies and for for TV. But yeah, like the empire did some screwed up stuff, man. <laughs> I'm looking this up because I don't know. Was a nickname used to refer to stormtroopers of the Galactic Empire who had been infected with a viral agent known as the sickness. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. David Draymond would be proud. That's funny. Wow, I'm going to look into this. Is this any in any of their the uh, books? Yeah, it's in it's in the um, the expanded universe books. Uh, is you is know. the expanded universe books that they're in canon? No. Well, I'm not sure because, like, that's that's becoming a very messy area of Star Wars Seems fandom. To be. Because originally, when Disney took over Lucasfilm, like it rendered the EU officially non-canon, uh, and then they started bringing in aspects of the um, expanded universe a little bit, and so now it's a bit of a bit muddy. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it's funny. Like, I, I think they're basically doing what the MCU did is they're taking like parts of the universe and kind of throwing it in there. Yeah, I'm making sure they're, it its they're, own. It's, I mean, it's a gold mine of of information, and 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 they're just gonna they're gonna use it, you know, to tell the stories that they need to tell. I have a feeling. So I just hope that the authors of some of those books get credit or royalties, you know, if one of their ideas gets pilfered to be used in official canon stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I do a little bit of research, uh, 
while I'm watching just so I can kind of get an idea of what's going on. And I never got that far with uh, the Death Troopers, so it's definitely something I want to pay attention to or at least, you know, find, oh, find yeah, out for a sure. little more information. Yep. So that pretty much wraps up our Star Wars talk. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I will say I'm not 100% a hundred percent interested in the bad batch yet but uh, i mean because i didn't like the second episode but we'll see where it goes i'm gonna watch it at least for a couple more weeks yeah i'd say you know give it the uh old give it the old college try, try on the uh <laughs> on the third episode you know yeah yeah i mean so yeah we'll we'll uh we'll update it a little more we're gonna start doing something a little differently uh i felt i feel like when we were talking about you know, the shows we were going week by week and just rehashing the same thing. I think from, you know, moving forward, we're going to, you know, give a couple episodes in and then, you know, talk it over, see, see how we feel about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I that way we I'd, don't, we don't, we, we don't burn anybody out on the, uh, constant talk of the same show over and over again. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, we had a couple more topics that we were going to talk about. Uh, yes. Did you um, did you watch the new Stranger Things teaser yet? I did watch it. I watched it when it it uh, it came out. I saw Millie Bobby Brown like threw something up on her Instagram or whatever. Did it confuse the hell out of you like it did me? So okay, did it? I I don't know if it necessarily confused me, but. As far as I knew, the fourth season of Stranger Things was going to be, you know, whatever happened to Hopper, right? Yeah, yeah. And, when and they, the they, Russians they, and Cold War stuff. Yeah, they showed the teaser and they they showed that Hopper was alive in Russia. Yeah. And now it seems like they're going to be doing a bunch of, like, backstory. Yeah, right. So... Steve, why don't you describe the trailer a little bit for people who haven't seen it? So it, it opens with music box uh, music, and it just keeps going like overhead shots of a bunch of kids in the asylum that Eleven was in. Yeah. And you see all of them using their powers or whatever power they have. And then you see the doctor um, that I believe they referred to as daddy or something, right? Papa. Papa, that's what it was. Um, but you just see kind of like his shadow. Uh, yep. And then it's just like a, an exterior shot of all the rooms. And it goes from 1 to 10. And then once it hits 11, you hear Papa go, 11, are you listening? And it just ends. Yep. Yeah, so it looks like we're going to be getting a bit more backstory on 11. Yeah. It, I, I'm kind of, I'm all about that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Matthew Bodine. Yes. So Do- Dr. Brenner. That was his name. Dr. Brenner. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it it's definitely a, a, a total different direction than I thought season four was going to go. So I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. I love Stranger Things. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I'm real excited. We, I think I'm pretty sure we started watching it all together, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Although um, Stacy has not finished season three yet, and I keep ragging on her about that. You need so. I will text her tomorrow and tell her to yell to watch that. Yeah, I mean she she needs to finish it. <laughs> yeah, I'll cut that out that you said Stacy's name. Oh well, sure she doesn't care. Oh okay, that's whatever. fine. Um. Uh, so uh, over the last week, they, they've had some, sorry, we're going to switch gears and start talking about some MCU news. Okay. Uh, in the last week or so they've, you know, released some, uh, dates and titles of the movies that are coming out. And we kind of finally have the, the full window of phase four. Um, there's four movies coming out in 2021. There's four movies coming out in 2022. And so far there's two movies coming out in 2023. Yeah. Um, and then we have the one movie 
that didn't have a full name was Black Panther 2. Yes. And that's coming out July 8th, 2022, and it's called Wakanda Forever. I cannot wait for that one. I'm okay. I'm super stoked on it. Uh, yes. Just because uh, you're going to see somebody take on the mantle, and I, I really hope they, they do something good with how to move on from the late, great Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I agree. I think that they, they definitely have some options, you know, um, to, to go for, um, I'm hoping personally, I hope that it's, uh, Shuri. I think oh, that would be without pretty a sec. Static, it probably will be, but yeah. So I don't know, man, I'm, I'm psyched about that one. So they, they released a, uh, a hype up trailer essentially for phase four. Uh, last week and it was so sick me and me and my wife watched that and like we both had goosebumps at the end and we looked at each other we're like oh my god oh absolutely it's such a good trailer and being able to like obviously you can hear stanley's uh voice anywhere but being able to hear like the way he talks about what comic books do for people it just yeah it hits you hard yeah. Or or not necessarily what comic books do for you, more so like what the stories can do for you, whether it be in comic book form or book form or movie form or cartoon form. It's just that. Yeah. It's it's pretty sweet. Yeah, and we got another an- another allusion to um the Fantastic 4. You know, at the end of that trailer. Yes, they showed that the they didn't put they any, had the number four come up and it was yeah. definitely the Fantastic Four number four. Oh, absolutely! They had already um, they had already announced it. They just didn't have a date, and they still don't, which kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't want to wait till twenty twenty four to get get me some Reed Richards. Right. Um, uh, the other thing that they were doing differently is they are no longer calling captain marvel 2 captain marvel 2 yeah it's called the marvels now yeah it threw me for a loop but i it's cool because the marvels are a uh kind of a super group yep um so i that looked that looked pretty good i loved um i love captain marvel that that was one of my favorites from uh from the previous phases. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I like what they did with captain Marvel's character. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm real excited about that. I'm not going to go into any of the other release dates. Cause we talked about it like in episode two or three. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I just want to say that, that we, we finally have everything coming together a bit more. And, uh, I'm real excited. Um, for sure on the same mcu talk i have seen articles that andrew garfield uh has denied being in the new spider-man movie after like numerous reports of him him being there his stunt double being on set like them can i'm pretty sure i heard somewhere that he was confirmed to be in the movie and now he's denying it but uh, i i think this is disney telling andrew garfield that he needs to just squash whatever rumors may be flying around in a way to build up hype yeah but the funniest part was was like after reading all the stuff about andrew garfield saying he was not going to be in spider-man no way home he did that for like four interviews and then the fifth or sixth one he was like Never say never. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, Andrew Garfield's kind of a clever guy though. So like maybe he's, maybe he's just playing with the media too. Yeah. I I still find it funny that both Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland are both English born actors playing American roles. Right. (laughs) But it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I hope that Andrew Garfield is, is a part of it. Or at least when they do the whole like universe, you know, uh, live action movie, 
you know, the Spider-Verse thing. Like, I, I, I hope he's in it because I liked, I liked his Spider-Man a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. I mean, up until they brought in Electro. I, I'm lying, though. I, I, I did like yeah. Jamie, Jamie Foxx's Electro. I just hate that he turned into a uh, dubstep beat. Yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, that being said, I mean we're we're uh, we're we're done with the stuff we were going to talk about. Um, okay, so hold on, wait a minute. Sure. Sorry, I'm reading a uh, I'm reading an article right now about. So it was released nine hours ago with some spoilers about No Way Home. Okay, and. It, yeah, in the article, it is confirming that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will be in the movie. What? Where is this from? Uh, it's on Yahoo Entertainment. Okay. Originally, yeah, it's a Yahoo Entertainment article. I'm going to check this out right now. So, I don't know if that's just, you know... If that's just the 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 rumor mill going a little crazy, but I hope they all do the, uh, I hope they do the pointing thing at each other. I was reading Reddit this morning. And how funny would that be if they just totally ragged on that meme? I was reading something on Reddit this morning and said, and I'm pretty sure they like confirmed there's going to be a live action finger point. Yep. I, which I was going to say the same thing and you beat me to it. So (laughs) you're a bastard. Yes. Ugh. Um, uh, we're done i think i think we're done wow yeah. um so so sorry this episode might have seemed a little bit clunky here and there folks it was our second time uh recording it and you know hey it happens in every podcast so whatever you know just bear with us yeah try uh, not to click anything next time we record together <laughs> we'll, we'll just next time we go to make a mark we're just going to write down the time yeah that's a good idea <laughs> just do it the old analog way pen and ink um i will do the uh, honors of telling you where you can find us uh if you go on instagram facebook any of the uh the social medias you can find us at nerds of unusual origin uh, we, we po- we're going to start posting, you know, some of the trailers we're watching, what we could be talking about this coming week. Yep. Uh, some memes we're, we're, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna jump in there a little harder. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're going to try to keep up on that a little bit more. Sometimes life gets a bit crazy. We both and, have two uh, kids. They're, they're, yeah. And full-time careers that are yes. slowly taking over my life anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you know, we're both in a band together as well, and yes. that's that's going to start that's starting back up this week. So, yep, it's uh, it's we're not going anywhere, but we're we're trying to you know make stuff happen a little better for sure. Um, you can also find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Overcast, uh, any any big podcatcher. We're there. Yeah, yeah, you know, share 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 it with your friends. Absolutely. Before we do recommendations, I get to pick the movie for next week. Oh, okay, yes. You're I know I'm going to get you. I, I got you. Okay. Give me one second. Okay. I'm giving you one second. I'm still giving you one second and another second on top of that. We are going to review a movie that we've spoken about a couple of times. Okay. We're going to do Batman. Batman? 
Batman, Batman, yes. Like like Michael Keaton, Batman. Yes. Sweet. I'll have to find a way to watch that, but I can't wait. I will find... Uh, it's on HBO Max. Oh, perfect. Yes. That's awesome. I can't yeah. wait to watch that, actually. I uh, Somebody... One of my friends posted a thing, and, and he... Uh, Oh shit! He he basically posted the uh, you know you wanna you wanna you wanna see nuts? Well, I'll give you nuts, and I, it totally made me watch that entire scene again. Yep, and it just no. You ever dance with the devil in a pale moonlight? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna I watch that. that. I I say that uh, I say that to some of the guys at work once in a while to throw them off. <laughs> Do they do they say the same exact thing? Well, yeah, like one of them will come up to me, like because I, you know, I, 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 I kind of, I sort of like run the floor at at work, and uh, some of the guys will come up to me with a question. Frank, I got a question. I'll go. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Most of them just stop in their tracks and look at me like I have three heads. Yeah, they they don't get the reference. I'm also the youngest person in my company by a long way. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we stop every episode with, uh, stop. Wow. Uh, we end every episode. <laughs> we stop every episode with the sound of a train smashing into something. Yep. Uh, we, <laughs> you, you're the host this week. You finish it. Okay. So every, you know, towards the end of every episode, we like to try to guide you guys towards something that may be, uh, of interest to us. And, uh, so this week, you know, um, we've got some recommendations for you. I'll go first. Okay. Um, and this is a bit out of left field compared to some of my previous recommendations, which have always been like, you know, movies. Or, I sort of got, if you take mine, I'm going to kill you or, uh, or, or music or whatever. I'm going to rep, I'm going to recommend Jameson Irish whiskey. <laughs> That's not what I was going to recommend. So you're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had an extremely stressful Saturday. Um, really stressful. And my wife, my lovely, beautiful, my wife, she, she made me a, uh, a Jameson and Coke and it hit the effing spot and it made me realize that I, I like Jameson quite a bit. So, you know, yeah, it might be kind of mid shelf whiskey, but whatever, man, just go get some Jameson. That's there is an episode of a podcast I listened to called Time Suck. Okay. Where they talk, the whole episode is about Jameson. Well, it's about whiskey in general, but it has to do with the legacy, the Jameson name. Uh, if you have a couple hours, you should listen to it because it's pretty crazy. I'll have to uh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, speaking of Jameson, yeah, I know you, you know, you're a little stuffed up. Have you ever had a hot toddy? Yes. Oh, so good. They are so good. Um, my wife's father makes my them. Wife. Yeah, my wife. I didn't think of that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. I, I think that sound effect just purpose like perfectly comments on my wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I. I didn't, I I went to delete it from the soundboard, and it ended up going off. <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, well, I didn't. I've, you didn't I've let been, me. Di- no, no. Wait. What? I did more not hot get. Toddy? No. Okay. You, I, go ahead. I didn't get to do my recommendation. Well, you sad tromboned your own recommendation. <laughs> No, I I was just speaking on Jameson. I was asking yeah, you if know, you've I ever know. had a hot toddy. I have. Okay, they're delicious. Yes, they are. They help you when you're sick. I agree. Okay. Are you recommending a hot is that so is the hot toddy recommendation? Nope. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, My let's recommendation hear it. is uh it's it's starting off with a uh, with a question. Frank, are you <laughs> are you a <laughs> Are you a Hamill fan? <laughs> yes, oh, I cool. am. Cool, because that's what I'm recommending. Go <laughs> go watch the three-hour-long Broadway play of Hamilton. I've been listening to it almost nonstop for the yeah. past year. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's on constant rotation here in the Baker household. My sure. my three year old daughter constantly sings the Skyler Sisters, <laughs> uh, and and as of late, she she'll say just a random word from any of the things. Yeah, my my three year old son will walk around the house screaming out, um, uh, oh shoot, the uh, King George's lines from any of his songs. Oh, uh, yep, and it's great. Um. The other day, uh, my uh, three-year-old, she we, no, no, nothing didn't really come from anywhere. She just turns around and she goes, uh, "I'm not throwing away my shot." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. And then, like the next day, she was coloring, and she just goes, "In New York, you can be a new man." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I couldn't be more proud as a father, but also throwing off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I love that musical. It's fantastic. Uh, that'll be a movie we talk about at some point. Oh, for sure. Actually, in the yeah, we'll talk about it in the heights. In the heights is coming out. It's supposed to be just as good. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Yep. So yeah, we're done. Done. We're done. done. Okie dokie. All right. Well, I've been, I've, I haven't been Steve. I've been Frank. I've been Steve. All right. May the force be with you guys. Bye. Bye.